the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Welcome back. Yep, it is You Ought to Know time on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer this hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. What is Southwest Point of Sale? It is a company that does self-checkout. Uh, they do all the big boys, Home Depot, Costco, those types of guys. But they've also got a program for the small mom and pop business uh, that's maybe looking for you know a cashier that'll stay with them. Well, self-checkout might be the answer. They'll come out to your location, take a look to see your equipment, see how you're set up. And if their system works with your system, then you could end up with a partnership that'll get you seven-day-a-week, 24-hour-a-day uh, service which how could you beat that and not have an employee nothing against employees but no no pay no payroll no medical no nothing it's really quite good 800-540-2149 800-540-2149 uh, the team over at southwest really are customer oriented they'll take extremely good care of you and i really 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 don't think you'll be uh, disappointed so you need to check them out. Also, hot rods and custom stuff. If you've never been to a full-blown hot rod shop, except like the ones up in L.A., well, we've got one right here in Escondido, and it is top-notch. It's won all of the prestigious hot rod awards. Whether you own a hot rod and you need it serviced or you need it repaired, uh, or maybe you're thinking about building one or buying one, well, Randy and his team can cover all the bases. Uh, their work is bar none, five-star as far as I'm concerned. So that's hot rods and custom stuff. Or maybe you're looking to put something in a, a man cave or a she shed. They've got that. They've got fenders. They've got emblems. They've got gas pumps. they got so much stuff. You would not believe it. That guy's been collecting since 1964. I thought I was bad. Randy's way worse. So go to... 760-745-1170. Or you can just go to hotrodscustomstuff.com. Check out to see what he has. All right. Well, I'm driving a... Man, am I driving a rocket ship. Absolutely the worst time to have this vehicle because it doesn't get the most fantastic fuel mileage. It says uh, 13 city, 17 highway. I'm getting about 18, 8, which is because I'm babying the you-know-what out of it. And what is it? It's a 2022 Jeep Wrangler Rubicon 392. What does that mean? Well, it's got the 6.4 liter V8 SRT Hemi in it. And let me tell you what, 475 horsepower. Now, granted, Jeeps are not light, you know, so this, it, but this 475 will take you down the road like nobody's business. 470 foot pounds of torque. It's got an eight speed automatic transmission. Uh, tire and wheel package is 18 inch by 8 inch with a beautiful bronze beadlock uh, wheel. It's got LT 315 70R 17 uh, sitting on BF Goodrich all terrain TAs. 
Uh, it's got a 35-inch tire package, uh, big brakes, beautiful hydro uh, blue color, pearlescent paint. Uh, it's got, uh, uh, what else it got? It's got a jack spacer uh, installed by Mopar. So, And by the way, anytime you want to upgrade your Jeep to go to the parts department, you'll be totally pleased as to what uh, Mopar has for you. Everything's covered under warranty, especially if you have the dealer install it. Uh, so take a look at their accessory uh, department for Mopar. It's massive. And for the Jeeps as well. Uh, it's got the Extreme Recon 35-inch tire package, as I mentioned. It's got a 4.56 uh, gear ratio. They put even a little bit bigger uh, uh, wheel flare on the fenders just to keep the mud intact. Uh, it's got a 17-inch, like I mentioned, bead, bronze beadlock wheels. Uh, it's got a tire relocation kit, which goes on the back of the tailgate. And it's got a special hinge gate reinforcement so that you don't do any damage. It's got trail rail management systems, and that'll keep you from caving in the body. Uh, cargo compartment, floor mats with sliding tie-downs, which I thought was quite interesting. All-weather floor mats by Mopar. Uh, Sky One Touch Power Top. Which is kind of cool because uh, you wouldn't think on a vehicle you could pretty much take apart with the toolkit that's in the that's in the uh, center console, uh, but the power top all the way to the back, so the the passengers get it as well as the uh, the driver and passenger. Uh, you've also got removable quarter windows, uh, and then of course they give you a nice storage bag for the quarter windows, so you don't have to. Uh, worry about those guys just you know laying in the in the back and then of course uh integrated off-road camera system which i highly recommend because if you're going to do this yeah you definitely want to have a good a really good uh, camera system so that you can see where you're at especially if you're uh off-road um but yeah it's (laughs) it's very impressive uh it's the only wrangler with a six four liter hemi uh, and, man, I tell you, the minute you get on the road with it, do you know it? I was talking to Audrey about it, and I'm going, geez, why would you want that much horsepower? You know, And she goes, well, you never know. You get yourself in a ravine. You get yourself in any, some kind of problem. You know, it, it, it might be something that you would need. But for everyday driving, it's a blast. I mean, it handles well. It sounds. got dual exhaust out the back, which is really, really cool. Seats are extremely comfortable. Uh, you can remove the doors all the way around. Uh, you can lay the windshield down on the hood. It's got hood locks for it just for that reason. Uh, other than the fact that it's a tad on the pricey side for me, it bases out at uh, 74800 uh, and with destination of 1595 and a whole lot of accessories, it'll bump from 74800 to 83695 almost almost $10,000 in accessories. Uh, I didn't really see anything on here that I would say I didn't want. I think I would want all of it. Uh, the package itself, like I said, is, is pretty stellar. Uh, I, I didn't, I didn't see one thing that I would say, man, you know, that's not anything I really need. It's got a great sound system, you know, so, and then they put the, uh, it's got Uconnect 4C nav, and an Alpine sound system, but the the 
you connect, man, easy hookup with my, my phone. I didn't have to, uh, you know, fool around with that. Uh, some of the pros on this thing is unrelenting, capable off-road capacities, extensive customization. You can also get it in a diesel, and then the top and doors comes off. Um, does have a little bit of wind noise, I have to admit, more so than I thought. But, I mean, come on, how bad could that be? I mean, I'd still take it. I'm not, you know, I'm, I mean, if I'm in a Jeep, hello, it's not a, it's not a Rolls Royce. It's, it's a Jeep. So, you know, you kind of have to come with those noises if that's if that's your concern. I wasn't. I don't have any issues with it whatsoever, but some journalists seem to. I personally think all they were doing was looking for something negative to say because it is a very capable, capable vehicle. Other than the fuel mileage. But you know what? That's, that's what it is. I mean, you kind of get what you get and take what you take and... But once you get in it and drive it, man, I tell you, it's a little a little high off the ground, which with 35s on it, duh, it's going to be that way. But I didn't take it off-road. I didn't it just ran out of time. Uh, but it's very off-road capable. You can disconnect the sway bars, which gives the articulation even more ability to go where you normally would not go. So... They're a little hard to come by right now. I think if you order them, that's probably be the best way I'd recommend. So take a look. Go online. Go to jeep.com. See what you can find. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to chat with Kristen Barclay. She's in a Pathfinder. Let's see how she likes it. Right here on FM 961, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to the You Ought to Know Show right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer is brought to you by Express Auto Service, 7633 El Cajon Boulevard. They do general repair. They do trucks, motorhomes. They even do classic cars. That's right. They're doing my my cousin's 70 Plymouth Roadrunner 446 pack air grabber four speed. It's almost done. I can't wait to see it. So check them out at ExpressAutoServiceLaMesa.com, ExpressAutoServiceLaMesa.com. All right, we got Kristen Barclay on the line. She's cruising a Pathfinder. How'd you like that, Rascal? I liked it. You know, yes, I did like it. Uh, you know, the 2022 has a lot of changes, and they right. were uh, they were overdue, right? Really, they were. And I was I was very impressed since they have the, the design center right here in San Diego. Uh, I had an opportunity to get a sneak peek ahead of time before anybody else did that in the Uriah. And, boy, I tell you, they really, really, really did a nice job with that. Definitely. Uh, A friend, actually, I shared a a photo. um, I usually share um, in my neighborhood group once a week, you know, hey, this is what I'm driving this week. And I shared it. And immediately a friend of mine says, one of my neighbors is like, hey, it kind of gives a Land Rover vibe. And I Mm -hmm. said, I don't really get that myself i said but i love looking at it from the back i love that they put the i had the platinum and that you know the that big logo across the back mm-hmm. uh, the big lettering it just kind of gives it um i don't know it, it, it in, enhances the stance of the vehicle um but i really do i like the the rugged design it's bold it's it's needed i felt like the uh, previous pathfinder the exterior was very subtle um 
rounded. It just kind of it was easy to uh, to overlook, so to speak. There was just nothing very. Uh, it stood out about it. Well, it blended um, in. It blended in with a lot of vehicles in that category. It didn't have a whole lot of pizzazz because you know Nissan used to be when they came out with that hard body uh, program. You know, at, at, in showing the toughness of that truck. You know, even though the Pathfinder is not a truck per se, but I think they kind of lost that vision, and then I think they got it back. Right, I think the old Pathfinder um, had that kind of family hauling mentality um, and lost some of the utility and capability, so to mm. speak, that that people expect from that SUV category. I feel like now they've gotten it back. You know, a couple things that that for me stood out that that I've been you know hoping and were on my wish list for quite a long time, which was ditch the CVT, which they have. It mm-hmm. now has a, a nine-speed automatic, and, and I think it's smooth. Um, it, it handles really well. You know, it's got a, a 3.5-liter V6. And the, the other thing, and I've been asking all Nissans for a long time now, is get rid of the analog display. We yes. want digital speedometers. And they finally did that. Um, and then I was pleasantly surprised that the Platinum model has a heads-up display as well. Um, so, you know, I, I enjoyed that aspect as well. And the, the week that I had it, we had some icy weather. And, um, you know, it was kind of funny because we can't drive when the roads are wet in Texas. I, I don't know why, but people just, they can't handle rain. Um, and so there's there's ice on the road. And I said, Marlon, I said, I need to go move the Pathfinder. I said, because it's got ice, I'll buy it. And the way the shadows are hitting, I said, I need to go move it so they'll kind of melt. And um, he, he's like, are you sure you want to go on the roads? And I was like, mm-hmm. hey, it's got snow and ice mode. You know, joking, right? Because people here are always like, well, if you've got four-wheel drive, you can drive on anything. Mm-hmm. Well, no, not really. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I do love the fact that it has that seven-position drive and terrain mode selector, so I was able to, to put it on ice. Not like it needed it. It's not like I was I was really uh, Yeah, but you know how to drive, dear. I mean, let's, let's face it. The people that get in trouble on snow and ice and rain, they don't know how to drive. Right. And, you know, half half of the battle of that is being able to dodge and being nimble and have a vehicle that, that's responsive so that mm-hmm. you can dodge the people that don't know what they're doing. Because um, not necessarily you that are the problem, it's, it's the other people. But <laughs> I also love that they've expanded the cargo area. You know, it's, it's bigger now. Um, and I like that because... Too often you've got a vehicle where they'll seat seven or eight people, but it doesn't have the cargo space for those seven or eight people if they're doing more than, you know, just driving to the stadium for a ball game. If they're going out of town or whatever, you need that space. And this has it. Um, you know, it's, it's got uh, a little bit more cubic feet uh, space um, than the outgoing model. I still think the back seat, if you were a really tall person, the second row might be a little tight. Not uncomfortable, but just, you know, yeah. it's not like you have room for days. Um the third row, great for kids. Um, adults can fit there, but again, you know, you wouldn't want to put them back there on an eight-hour road trip or anything like that. But I do love that that second row um, has that one-touch release, so that way you can access the third row. Too many automotive makers build these three-row SUVs, and then it's like you got to do the limbo, or <laughs> I don't even know, you know, what exercise you're supposed to be able to do to get to that third row. You know, toss Granny back. Um, yeah. But, well, uh, it's even hard for kids. I thought about it. It's even it hard is. for the kids if if that second row seat doesn't flip, fold, and slide. Then yeah, it, I mean they can do it. I mean they're pretty agile, but yeah, it's there's no reason for that. I mean because adults sometimes have to ride back there. Yes, and and I you know the pet peeve as a parent is when my kids want to climb in through the hatch. You know they want to go through the lift gate area, <laughs> yeah. the cargo area, and yeah. climb over into. I don't like that. Don't do that. 
Um, you, just they don't have to. I also like the fact that it's got the air vents. You know, big thing for me, yeah. especially when you're looking at a family vehicle, you've got to have those air vents in the ceiling so that everybody's getting the airflow, and they have that along with the tri-climate. So, you know, the second row even has heated seats. And my kids are now out of car seats, hard enough as it is to believe. And are, are they, they really? Oh, yeah, they're we, riding. Their feet can touch the floor, so no more car seats. Oh, my gosh, we have... Gosh, we've been doing this a long time because I can remember <laughs> when they had the little the little seats. Oh my! God. I know, yes. I know. It's crazy, right? Yeah, my daughter's actually old enough to ride in the front seat. I usually discourage it because I still don't think it's safe. Yeah. Um, but there are times when I let her because she has a little bit of car sick and everything. So yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I they now notice, mom. You know, hey, this is cool because it has the heated seats. Or hey, mom, why doesn't this car have the heated seats? Right. Right. Uh, you know, so it's it's interesting that they start pointing that out because you know when they're when they're riding car seats it didn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, they, they didn't know and they didn't care. Well, they didn't care anything about um, the car. Just get me from point A to point B. Oh, you're so right. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Now it's like, excuse me, mother, this doesn't have this or this doesn't have. This. It's like, will you chill? Go be an engineer. They've definitely definitely become high maintenance. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> You can, uh, you know, you can get the Pathfinder in, in two wheel drive or four wheel drive, and there's four trims, right? So yeah. there's the S, the SV, the SL, and the Platinum. And I wish they would do away with the letters because for the life of me, <laughs> I can always remember that S is the entry level, and I can right. remember that Platinum's the top. But I get the two in the middle mixed up. Yeah. Um, me too. So my my thing is the one thing that I don't like about it, or the one thing where I go, I think they might be a little ambitious, is if you get in the base model, it starts at thirty three eight. That's all good. Well, I have no issue with that. But the platinum that I was in was around 51. I think it was 51.4. Yeah. When you look at the competition, when you, especially like the Telluride that's selling so well and how packed it is with features mm. and how the, the, the interior of the Telluride just feels a little ultra premium almost. Mm-hmm. And the Pathfinder, you know, I think they've made a lot of changes to the interior. It definitely feels much improved. I just don't feel like it's as competitive as it needs to be with some of the vehicles in that same segment. But you got to admit, you're pretty impressed with what they've done for 22. Can they do more? Yeah. So I think there's room to grow. Uh, you know, I'm glad to see that they have they've moved, definitely. I, you know, the digital speedometer for me, that is a huge change. Um, I hope that they're they're bringing it across their lineup because I know I've lot I've got several friends that want an Armada but they won't buy it because it still has an analog speedometer, um, you know, and that that instrument panel. Um, so yeah, I think they've gone a long ways. Um, I love the fact that they have the Pro Pilot Assist on this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a, a cool feature, especially you know out in San Diego where you are. Sometimes you know it takes you forever. You're stuck in a lot of traffic. Mm-hmm. That uh, definitely reduces some of the fatigue. Um, I love the fact that it's got the head-up display. Um, I still think their infotainment system needs a little bit uh, refining. I think it needs to be a little faster. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's, there's areas for them to improve. This, with the towing capacity, can, can tow up to 6,000 pounds. Um, you know, I think that's, that's good. I think that's where, you know, the, the buyers are interested in this. Um, I've got a friend, actually, that's considering um, a Pathfinder. And one of the main things that, that they're attracted to is the uh, is the design. Mm-hmm. The, the Platinum, it let me down a little bit on fuel economy. I will say that as well. Um, I was getting below 20, mm-hmm. uh, even though it's kind of rated for 20. And I don't know if that was because of all the cold temperatures we had, um, if that had something to do with it or, or what was going on. But, I mean, it's, it's rated 22 combined, 20 city, 25 highway, and I was getting below 20. Mm-hmm. 
But, um, you know, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, and I'm Mr. Hypermiler. I love squeezing miles per gallon out of gasoline, and I work really, really, really hard on it. And I, when I had the Pathfinder, I had the same issue. Um, Did you? Okay. Because yeah. I thought maybe, again, I, I kept giving it the benefit of the doubt and thinking maybe it's just the, the really cold weather that we're having or something. Um, so, okay, that's interesting. Well, but you know what's, yeah, I, I, you know, and it kills me because. You know, sometimes people will go after a manufacturer if their mileage isn't, you know, what they say it is. But then some of them don't. But, you know, like I said, the other thing, uh, Mark Maynard, uh, my good buddy, he used to drive, like, from San Diego to L.A. just to get that mileage that they say. Because if you'll drive long distances, it'll creep a mile you know, per gallon, another mile per gallon. <laughs> sure. And you end up in L.A. Sure. to get the – and you burn off. Of course, we will not do that in San Diego because our gas is uh, just about $5 a gallon, so we're not doing that. No, and I hear it's going to keep going up. But, you know, one of the things that I always think about is, like, this is the off season for us, so we're not running the A.C. on full blast. Mm. And when we are running the A.C. on full blast, you know, it has a pretty big impact on fuel economy in a lot of these vehicles. And so that's kind of where I was looking at it was, like, why is it falling where it's falling when I'm not running the AC? I'm not really running the heat. Um, you know, and it, it's, you know, it came a time when nobody cared because gas had, right. had dropped. But now that they've gone back up, you know, it's something that you look at. Oh, um, yeah. Again, I think I, I think they've made some great changes. Infinity, their sister brand, is making some great changes as well. So if anybody was kind of like hasn't looked at Nissan in a while, and especially the Pathfinder, I think it's something that's definitely worth checking out, um, you know, just kind of spend some time with it and make sure it meets your needs well in 20, cargo, though oh, yeah. i love the cargo room. oh yeah me too and in 2019 they said we're making a major change i mean i think they they brought out 10 or 12 cars in a, in a two-year window so you know upgrades redesigns so yeah no they're on the right track and i would highly recommend you put it on your list well you know when you're looking for a three-row suv uh, even a two row, you know, or or any of the Nissan lineup. I mean, I would, I would, I love the Sentra. I think that Sentra is just gorgeous. I think they did a phenomenal job on that car. Definitely. Well, and it's it's one of the, uh, you know, what I think it was actually, and I was just pulling a, a report today, a Consumer Report, mm-hmm. um, just released like their best buys or whatever, and I think it, I think the Sentra was actually on there. Yeah, that and the Altima. I think they just did an awesome job. All right. Well, hey, I know uh, the gang is uh, right curled up around the tv set watching the daytona 500 so i i will let you get back to that uh new form of racing uh nh i mean uh, nascar's got to look at keeping these cars on all four wheels when they turn backwards but that's another story how do people follow you around yeah hey find me on uh focus focus dailynews.com and uh facebook.com backslash yik radio and I'll, i'll talk to you next week Fakus? Fakus? I don't think fakus. <laughs> All right, get out. We'll talk to you later, folks. Don't go anywhere. Brian Armstead's in the wings, and he's going to talk to a forerunner, TRD Pro, right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to the You Ought to Know Show. Right here on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This segment's brought to you by John's Automotive Care. Go to 6267 Riverdale Street. That's the original location. 
But if you just go to johnsandiegoautorepair.com, he has two locations, all Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, uh, Master Techs in each location. Uh, his guarantee and warranty is good across the clear, clear across the United States, three or 36,000 miles. Can't go wrong, plus John gives a ton back to the Boys and Girls Club in Escondido. You can help him there as well. Just go to the website. Hey, we got Brian Armstead on the line. How you doing, Brian? I'm fine, Dave. How are you today? Doing excellent, excellent. Our, so what are you up to? you watching NASCAR or are you on the boat? Uh, actually, I'm down at the marina. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> See, I, I know just, you. Uh, I, just, I know you. You do. You do. It's a beautiful day, man. The Pentagon in the background. It's a beautiful sunny day here. About uh, in, the, in, the, in the 40s today. A uh, chilly day, but a beautiful day, Dave. Yeah. Uh, cloudless sky. We're supposed to be up to 68 tomorrow. I'm headed to Harper's Ferry tomorrow. A lot of history in Harper's Ferry. Uh, you know, the uh, the John Brown uh, attack on uh, Confederate troops. Oh, yeah. There. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll be driving his Kia Stinger GT up there tomorrow with my uh, with my pilot pin, co-pilot pin. And um, we we uh, went out today in the uh, Toyota 4Runner uh, Pro TRD. And Dave, you know, you know, I'm a big Toyota fan, man. I like what they do. Uh, and I have love for the brand, but I just think this this Toyota 4Runner just falls a little short in the sense that it's it's kind of of a dated chassis, mm. if you know what I mean. I mean, let's let's run through the lineup of, of 4Runners uh, first and foremost. We got 37605 for the SR5 uh, TRD Sport starts. At, and this is not a new in price order because I just got it off of the website. Sure, sure. Yeah. TRD Sport forty thousand four fifty. Trail Special Edition thirty nine five seventy five, SR five Premium forty one oh five five, Limited forty seven one ninety, TRD Off Road forty one four three five, TRD Off Road Premium forty four three eighty, and my test model, TRD Pro fifty two four twenty. And of course, as you go up in trim levels, or let's say you have a specific trail edition, it's going to have more off road stuff like skid plates and things of that nature. Even at the base level, comes fairly well equipped. Smart key, push button start. Uh, a lot of the features of the Toyota Safety Sense portfolio, Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, all at the base level. 16 miles a gallon to 19 miles a gallon from the 270 horsepower, 278 pound feet of torque, 4 liter V6. This is a venerable engine, Dave. I remember back when I had a 2004 Toyota 4Runner. They, you had a choice then between the 4-liter V6, which they refined. It's now mm-hmm. a chain-driven V6 versus a belt-driven V6. And you also could choose a 4.7-liter V8, which is the one that I had. It was just a romp and stomp on V8, man. Uh, Wade Hoyt, who was with Toyota Communications at the time, sent me a TRD Sport exhaust system for it. It sounded great. It ran like a champ. Mm-hmm. Just an all-around uh, reliable vehicle. This is a vehicle, Dave, that if you... Uh, if you do the maintenance on it, you're good for, and and you keep your cars for a long time, you're good for a half million miles with this TRD 4Runner Pro. Easy. Any any of the TRD um any of the TRD uh yeah. any of the uh 4Runner models. The problem I have is that it just seems a little dated. Uh, and my co-pilot pin, um, you know, she hasn't been in a lot of cars. We we we've been, you know, we've been going out for a couple of months now, so she's starting to see, you know, the cars every week. 
even she agrees that it just seems a little a little older than some of the cars that she'd been in prior to that. Okay, so, I mean so that, yeah, what do you mean by that? What would you do like, if you were Toyota? Like, like, take, like take the heated switch. Uh, it has heated seats, for example. Mm-hmm. But it's got a very rudimentary uh, a set of switch gears, like a little uh, rotary knob. It's got a little ro- rotating knob with, you know, just two positions for the heated seats. You know, here's here's the conundrum, Dave. Toyota will will sell every single one of these TRD pros, TRDs, uh, forerunners rather that they buy, that they sell. They'll sell every one of them. So I get it that they don't want to kind of mess with what works. I just think that when you stack them up to, like the, uh, the even the Ford Maverick and and Hyundai Santa Cruz, they just seem a little more modern. Mm-hmm. Than a vehicle that costs you know fifteen twenty thousand dollars more than them. Well, let me give you um, an example. Let me give you an example yeah. and see if you don't agree. Okay. Go okay. back to the eighties with the Toyota Camrys, the Sal- where they had that cruise control stock on the right side of the steering column, down by your knee, right? Correct. They have kept that right into the twenty twenty ones, and I asked them about it. I go, why do you still? And you know what their answer was? Does it work? Well, <laughs> yeah, it works. Okay, then why mess with it? And that's kind of what I, when I look at Toyota, I kind of look at the functionality of it. Uh, they don't seem to be real quick on being stylish or being out of the box or, well, periodically they will. But I just think, you know, they've got this mentality that their reputation is so strong and the core product is so strong, why mess with it? That's exactly the point that I'm getting at, Dave. They, I don't want to see Toyota become the IBM of the computer industry. Back no. in the day, Dave, if you recall, if you had a PC, it was an IBM. Mm-hmm. And if you had a mainframe at an office, it was an IBM. And then all of a sudden, here comes Wang Industries, this upstart company from China, and they start nipping away at Big Blue. Mm-hmm. You know, IBM was called Big Blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they start nipping away at the, at the profits of IBM. Then when is the last time you saw an IBM computer? You don't, because nope. they got bought out by, there's now Lenovo or whatever Chinese company is taking over for IBM. And, you know, you got, you got Lenovo, and, and they got to go up against the, 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 the giant, which is, um, you know, Apple. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just like you know, how long how long do you ride on your laurels? Yeah, the Forerunner is a terrific vehicle. It can tow five thousand pounds. Oh. You compare that to the SUVs in this class, which are not. This is a body on frame sport utility. You compare it to the twenty twenty two Honda Pilot, thirty five hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. The Grand the Grand Cherokee Laredo four by two, thirty five hundred pounds. The, the Jeep Wrangler four door Sport, thirty five hundred pounds. This is a true body on frame mm-hmm. car. As a result, a vehicle. As a result of it, it rides a little rough, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, it just, it just seemed, you know. And I and 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 this is now the top of the line Toyota model because they don't make the Land Cruiser anymore, which has been for decades the state of the art when right. it comes to large off road luxury. Now, if you want large uh, off road luxury, you got to spend a hundred ten thousand dollars to get an LX six hundred from uh, the luxury brand for Toyota Lexus. Mm-hmm. So it, it does everything. It's got locking, you know, it's got part-time four-wheel drive, but you can lock the differentials on it. Um, it, it you know, my uh, my tester was outfitted with a crazy color called Lime Rush 
It's like a lime metallic paint. Mm-hmm. Not my cup of tea. No. But when, when paired with the uh, black roof rack and the black wheels, I got to admit, it, it kind of grew on me as the, yeah. as the week went on. But, you know, and, that, and that's just, that's a quibble. That's not any kind of yeah. criticism. Okay. You know, What'd your co-pilot paint, think? What, what did your co-pilot think of that color? Uh, you know, we're we're both over fifty years old, so she wasn't in favor of it either. <laughs> you know, that's that's a that's a, that's a youngster that's a youngster uh, color right there. I mean, you know, uh, six decades on Earth Day, not not my cup of tea, Dude, but I, but I get it. She doesn't look a day her, over. She's not fifty. Don't even no, say that. No, 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 no. I'm I'm the one who's old, the old fart. Yeah, because she sure you know? isn't. No, she's no. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is that yeah, I know, get it. I get kinda, it. I, yeah, come on, Toyota. You know, don't don't become I know. don't become IBM. Do not become yes. General Motors, where yes. you got a you know you, you got so and, and I, I worry about Mercedes with all the, uh, all the different, they got so many models, Dave. Every time I do a program with you, it's like okay, well, here's one of fifteen models that Mercedes has. Yeah. You have to stay ahead of the Koreans. Right now, the Koreans are running the game yeah. to me. Yeah. They offer a one hundred a ten year one hundred thousand mile yeah. warranty. They've got cameras built into the dash. You turn on the left turn signal, you see a camera that lights up. You can see what's on the left and on the right. You got to keep your product relevant and competitive. And it's not just about safety and reliability. And Toyota gives you all of those things. Yeah, I know. And, and so do the Koreans. And so do the Koreans. That's the problem. That's what I'm saying, Dave. I know. And that's you got a car. You got a exactly. And you got a Korean car that you could back up and move forward outside of the car. Thank you. With a key fob, you can park. The I know, the key fob. but you know what? It when you talk, the- but when you talk to the other manufacturers, they've got thirty-seven excuses why not. I don't get right. it. I don't. My TRD Pro was had a base price of fifty-two thousand four hundred twenty dollars. Add another grand for destination, yeah, yeah. and another couple yeah. couple of grand for the doodads, the extra doodads. Fifty-five thousand dollars, and then know? tax and Come license. On, then put tax and license on Thank it. You're you. at sixty k. So, I mean, it's a great vehicle. So, you know, I agree with you too. I'm a big Toyota guy. I got Toyotas all over my house. I totally get where you're coming from, but if I, I'm, I can't believe you used IBM as an example because that's what I've been thinking too. Don't get caught. Right. You could be big. You don't think you're caught. the biggest guy in town, but don't get caught. Then all of a sudden, you know, uh, Hyundai and, yeah. and and Genesis and yeah. and Kia. Yeah. I mean, I had the Ionic Five last oh. week. I have yeah. the Kia EV6 coming up next week. You know, I mean, we got all these slick cars coming from yeah. the Korean brands. I mean, they're they're rocking and rolling, man. Wait till you get in that EV6. Wait till you get in that EV6. You are going to be shocked. Well, see, I'm not. A, I'm not as excited about uh, the EV6 uh, as I was about the Ionic 5 because it has a much lower roof line. Yeah, day. that's true. That, I keep forgetting your Sas- yeah. Sasquatch. Sasquatch, yeah. You know, <laughs> so, um, and, uh, I mean, you know, go to Toyota, go to Toyota.com and yeah. spec out your, your forerunner. It's a great vehicle, folks. Don't get me wrong, Toyota. I'm sorry. I hate to criticize you because I love the company and love the people that work for it. Same but, here. But they know it. Don't lose. Yeah. They know it. Don't lose your dominance by being IBM. That's yeah. the message for today. Yeah. No complacency. That's a, no, don't be complacent. That's Thank right. you very much. Dave, I got to help Eden move into a new apartment next Sunday. I won't be on. Oh, fun. Um, yeah, I got daddy duty next week. So <laughs> I apologize a week in advance. That's all right. 
And uh, look, yeah, I'll be on. Uh, got some good stuff coming up. Um, uh, you know, so we'll be on in a couple of weeks with something new and exciting. So hey, Folks, you're gonna uh, you you're, you're gonna get jealous. I'm flying to Dallas tomorrow morning and picking up a 2017 A. What is it? An Audi. Uh, let me tell you the actual what it is. It's an Audi. Uh, 2017 S8 Plus, 605 horsepower, bringing it back to San Diego with my wife's cousin. You bought it? No, 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 no. He bought it, and I I couldn't. What what an amazing car, Dave. I've never been in one, I don't think. I may have, but I can't wait. Amazing car. I'm going to do all the driving. I'm going to do all the driving. Dude, uh, (laughs) listen, listen, uh, Mr. Mr. Stahl. Don't get locked up by the Texas Rangers, okay? Not me, brother. No, 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 no. Can't do that. All right. Hey, you guys have a lot of fun. Keep driving, and I'll talk to you next week. All right. And Chris, as always, thank you for the board work. I'll talk to you in a couple weeks, Dave. You got it, man. Be safe. Okay, man. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to talk to you about the Nissan Leaf right here on You Ought to Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to the You Ought to Know show right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by Convoy Auto Service. Convoy Auto Service is unique as in the fact that they have a dyno. So if you're ever doing some, you know, motorsport work or performance work, they can actually put it on the dyno and give you actual hardcore numbers as to what... uh, you know what your vehicle is producing and, and what it's able to do which i think is huge so you can get them at uh convoy uh oh i'm sorry this is convoy auto repair i was thinking of ccc convoy auto repair is another napa auto care asc certified triple a shop just like almost all the shops i i that uh, sponsor my show uh uh, my buddy Dave does a phenomenal job, uh, you know, taking care of all the customers up there in the Kearney Mesa area. And right next door to him is Bumper Doc Kearney Mesa. You know, I've had so many people that have got lease vehicles and they're turning their lease vehicles back in. And uh, they're actually taking them in and getting them looked at before they do and saving a bucket load of money. Because when you lease a vehicle... And turn it back in after the lease. If it's not in tippy-top shape, you will be charged. They send it to a body shop, and you pay full retail. So don't let that happen to you. All right. Well, now let's talk a little bit about Nissan Leaf. Now, I was, I've was i been in the Leaf ever since it came out electric. And it has come a long way. And this one is really, really good. I don't have any issue with it. Uh, I disagree with some of their numbers. It says 35 hours to charge it up if on 110. So I'm assuming if that's if it's just dead zero. Uh, I've been charging it up uh, on 110 at about 160 or about 50, 70%. And I've actually done it in three to four hours, maybe five hours. And I do have a 220, but it's acting up, so I don't know what it, that's doing. I'm getting that looked at. So you can get up to 123 miles per uh, gallon E in city and 99 on the highway. And yeah, yeah, and those numbers make 
really doesn't really make any difference because it has nothing to do with range as much as it has to do with terrain. You know, uh, I live in Alpine. I get I actually gain mileage going into into San Diego and I lose mileage coming home because of the hills. So you have to work that out. Uh the base warranty is 336, the uh, powertrain is 5 year 100,000 or 60,000. I think the battery'll give you a better warranty uh separate. They've got the S, the SV and the S plus. The S is a 27400 the SV is 28.8, and the S Plus is 32.4. Um, I, I liked everything about it because you didn't know it was an electric vehicle other than starting it. You, they use a rotary shifter, which was fine. I didn't. I really didn't have any issues with that at all. Uh, it could have used a, probably a little bit more storage space. I was surprised that the back seat didn't fold down which I thought it would have done a 60-40 split, but uh, it didn't. And the only other thing, and I don't know this for a fact, but I read that their uh, fast charging port isn't supported at all charging stations. But the way you get around that is Nissan has an app. You just download it, and it'll tell you where to go You know, whenever you want to get your uh, your little Leaf charged up. Mine was just very stylish, four-door, plenty of room, comfortable. It's electric, so it'll snap your head back when you least expect it. Uh, there was no complaints, truly, from my side of it. I, I really enjoyed it. It was a fun car to drive. Uh, I could, you know, no range anxiety at all. Uh, there was a page on there, so if you wanted to keep track, if you wanted to just kind of keep track of what was going on, you could. Uh, it wasn't the end of the world. Uh, again, uh, they're they're building them as quickly as they can because this car is selling quite well. Uh, I recommend if you're going to get an electric vehicle, you get solar first, and then get the home charger and get that all put into your your leasing. Uh, whether you're leasing it or purchasing it, it doesn't really make any difference. But get it all incorporated before you pick up the car. And unless you just drive short distances, you could live on 110 because they give you the cable and the adapter for the plug, the whole yards. But, you know, if you're going to, if you do a little bit longer than that, then you're going to need to go just, you know, a little bit, a little bit farther than that. Uh, But all around, it's just, it's just a great car. Uh, Like I said, it looks good. It drives good. It could use, like I said, a little bit more storage space but you know it, it, it was still you know it was fine for me i didn't i didn't have any issues with it really whatsoever so uh you've got uh the driving like i said up as far as it was it's not tricky it shows you a little gas door on the dash and what you do is you push that and the little flapper in the front opens up and you have your two ports you know one for uh you know the 220 and then they have the high high output plug-in that you can use as well so you know again i i didn't have any issues with it uh all the way around everything from you know the heated seats which i loved uh had it had a uh car charger yeah it's it just it's, it's just a great little car and the price was reasonable they still i don't think they wore out their credits so all you can do is go on the website or check with your local nissan dealer 
and they'll be more than happy to uh, let you know. And and I highly recommend you download the the Nissan app, and uh, you should be good to go in a 2022 Nissan Leaf. I give it five stars myself, personally. All right, well, Racer Radio's right around the corner. Annie Oakley just uh, walked into the uh, (laughs) building, and uh, that would be Brittany Sandoval. I'm going to start calling her Annie Oakley from now on. Because I was watching some video of her firing her weapon for the first time. And it looks like this girl's... Fired a lot of weapons today. I don't want to make her mad, I guess, is really what the answer to that is. I'm not carrying right now. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Well, I'm not going to make you mad anyway. No, you're not. That's true. But we'll talk a little bit. I'm going to see if I can't hold her over for the gun show and kind of give a little impression of her first time shooting. Uh, which you can kind of talk a little bit about that night now. You were fired. What kind of a, what was your gun of choice? Well, for Christmas, uh, Steve got me a little revolver, a little Smith & Wesson 38 bodyguard. How'd you like it? Uh, I love her, but she's got a little wicked kick because it only, it has a snub nose. Right. And it's only 14 ounces. So right. I was anticipating a bit of a kick, which she has. Right. I feel it even right now. <laughs> um, and then, but the, so it was such a wonderful morning. My mom and dad came down. Um, Steve set this up and we had a gentleman. <clears throat> Where'd give you us go? My backyard first for a lesson on gun safety and range safety. Oh, okay. You didn't um, shoot in your backyard. Correct. And, and then we went, I think it's discount gun. It's right by Gillespie field. Mm-hmm. And so then we, we were just in the range for over two hours, um, mm-hmm. firing a bunch of different stuff. Um, Oh, beautiful 357. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I love, sorry if you're listening, Steve. Uh, It's out of my budget anyway, but um, the gentleman, Chris Burns, who was our instructor, kind of a private instructor, Mm -hmm. amazing, made me feel so comfortable. So I got to shoot his gun. Um, Steve brought his shotgun, which was so fun. I filmed my mom in slow motion. (laughs) Did it knock her on her tail? Uh, she stayed upright. I mean, she even me. Upright. I enjoyed it too. I got right down the center, both shots. But I had to get low to look, uh, and, and then my chin went low. So both times it kind of knocked oh, my chin. Smack you in the chin. Yeah, and I think my dad loves that shotgun as well. And then um, I was able to shoot a nine millimeter as well. So I'm going to feel it. I feel it right now. Yeah, but you like <laughs> that 357? Amazing. Um, it was his. It's. His father-in-law was on the force, and it was what he used in the 80s oh, his as patrol, an officer. As officer and yeah. it is gorgeous. That's what my dad had, too, is oh. the three fifty-seven. And, and it's just so smooth. Heavy for oh. these little arms that I have been working out. I, I started three weeks ago because I know April 2nd's coming, oh, and I want right. to be in shape yeah, 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 for yeah, the yeah, racing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it's definitely heavy. Yeah. But well, I the, love tra- my- the training was very important. I'm so glad that you were really emphasis on training. Oh, it was amazing training. just to be able to ask any sort of question and just right. be there with him over mm. my shoulder. So thank you again, Chris Burns. He knows what he's doing. It, it was just a, a favor, basically. Maybe we ought to do um, a yak on him. What do you think? Uh, I will ask him. I don't know. It, he just did it more as a favor for Steve. They're well, friends. I know, but he makes a living. I mean, hello. Uh, not at that, no. Oh, he doesn't? No, 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 no. Um, oh, then we won't talk. Yeah, to you. no, it truly was a favor. He was a missile tech, second class. Uh, um, that's where he gained all his experience. Uh, well, when we come back, Racer Radio. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.